Are you anxious? Stressed? Mind racing? Do you have trouble sleeping? Are you looking for healthy ways to cope? Join Speedway Jefferson, certified mindfulness practitioner and lawyer, and learn to apply mindfulness meditation to the challenges of everyday life. Harness the power of mindfulness meditation to live and work to your highest and best purpose, starting with just five minutes a day. Well, hi, and welcome to Mindful in Five, where we learn how to apply mindfulness and meditation to the challenges of everyday life in bite-sized episodes for people with no time. My name is Fiwa Jefferson, and today we are unpacking another holiday coping strategy, managing relationship access. Last week, we unpacked your first holiday coping tool, which was using the mindful hug to center yourself whenever you are feeling overwhelmed. If you missed it, check out episode four on your favorite podcast platform. You can also find the pod video version uh, and the podcast at spewedjefferson.com or mindfulin5.com. If you are seriously committed to your mindfulness practice, you can sign up at the website to have the weekly pod videos and podcasts delivered directly to your inbox, along with other tools and special offers designed specifically for this group that I call my Mindful Ninjas. So let's talk about relationship access. What is it and how do you manage it? It is a concept I developed and taught both my daughters as they are growing into adulthood and learning how to socialize with friends, classmates, and adults. It's a concept I wish I had been consciously aware of earlier in my life because it would have helped. Simply put, relationship access is the level of access that you give people uh, to who you are. So, Imagine this visual. Let's say your emotions live inside a circular building with a wall surrounding them. The only way in is a 10-foot high door with a lock. Once inside, one arrives in a wide hall that runs the entire circumference of the building. This is your internal foyer. It's beautiful and wide enough to have tables, chairs, desks, couches, beautiful paintings, and photos on the wall. Visitors can hang out with you, watch TV, and feel at home if they never go any further. The carpet is plush and thick, is beautifully decorated, and oh, so comfortable. There is an inner door in the foyer, and this door leads to your super secret heart chamber. This is your most sacred emotional space. It's a large, beautiful room with luxurious paneling on the walls. The carpet is even richer and more cushy than in the foyer. And in the center of this room lives your loving, beating heart inside a beautiful glass case. So this diagram is very basic, so you can fill in the blanks here with the plush carpet, etc., etc. Now, we are here in your sacred space, and it is so sacred that it too requires a 24-karat gold key to unlock the door from the foyer. There are some people that you provide all three keys, 
and they can come and go at will. The trouble is that most of us are not intentional in managing this access. Sometimes we give our keys to the wrong people and they come in, smear the walls with paint that's really hard to clean up, track mud all over the beautiful clean carpets, knock things over accidentally or in, or intentionally crash into the glass case, holding our delicate hearts, leaving scars and breakage everywhere. And that leaves us feeling crooked, broken, or shattered. So for your coping strategy this holiday, I invite you to be intentional in managing the access that you give to your friends, your family, and everyone in your life to your innermost self. I have often used the adage that a friend is someone who is good to you and good for you. Your best professor might have been great for you, but may not have been very nice to you. He was not your friend. The person you may have called your best friend growing up might have been very good to you, but might have gotten you into all kinds of trouble and therefore wasn't good for you. Not a good friend. Chapter eight in the day season of the book, Mindful in Five, is where we talk about some of the qualities of mindful friendships, which are consistent connection, mutual recharging, fun, Memories you can make together even when one or both of you are going through a difficult time. I will never forget my friend Bridget, who provided loving and consistent comic relief when I was going through my divorce years ago. Thank you for carrying me, Bridget. And I have lost count of the number of times uh, that my friend Melanie and I have retold the tale of the time we went on the mission trip to Kenya and we walked into what turned out to be a prostitute's home to tell her and her John about the Lord. Oh my gosh. Uh, but it turned out okay because the prostitute turned up in church the next day. Your friends and relatives can also serve as supportive sounding boards and provide networking contacts for you. Now, this is not by any means an all-inclusive list, and there are many great articles out there on what positive mindful relationships look like and what positive mindful friendships can be. Uh, the main takeaway here is to be intentional about whom you give all three P's to. My kids... My husband, some of my relatives and closest friends get keys to my emotional building, my emotional foyer, and my heart chamber. They come and go at will because I have no qualms about trusting them with this kind of highly classified access. Everyone who has been in a failed romantic relationship knows about having to remove the levels of access and sometimes it can be very painful to get to the point where you are really ready to take back a key to your heart chamber. Sometimes you have to revoke all the keys so that the person has to stand outside your emotional building and knock. Even then, they can only visit for a little while and they can't walk around without being chaperoned and closely supervised. As some of you are preparing to enjoy the holidays with friends and family, 
I invite you to be intentional about managing your relationship access so that you don't give permission to people to hurt you or throw you off your emotional equilibrium. God lovers, if you are wondering if that is a godly approach, may I remind you that Jesus himself was proactive in managing his relationship access. Of all the thousands of people that he touched throughout his life, only 12 were invited to be his disciples. And of the 12, only three were invited to witness the most crucial events in his life. Now, I'm not a religious scholar with any professional training in that field, so don't go around quoting me. This is just my observation as a spiritual seeker of truth as I read my Bible. So gear up for an enjoyable holiday season by intentionally managing your emotional relationship access. If you have enjoyed this episode, rate it and share it with someone who could use this strategy. Ping me on Instagram or Facebook at Mindful in Five and share how you're managing your relationship access this holiday season. Until next week, this is the USA. Be mindful and be well. Thank you for listening to Mindful in Five. If you enjoyed it, follow and rate it on your favorite podcast platform or on Trustpilot.com. Get your copy of the book Mindful in Five from Amazon.com or MindfulIn5.com today. Visit MindfulIn5.com to download sample chapters of the book, watch videos, connect with the Mindful in 5 community on social media, and more. Until next time, be mindful and be well.